0: Hi, this is Ling and I'm in Tokyo. This is Ling and I am in Hanoi. You're listening to The Inbound Journey, where we reflect on human connections, personal growth, and basically
1: anything that we could possibly overthink by examining our past, current, and future travel experiences.
0: Let's think of pros and cons of staying in hostels, why we love it so much, you know, okay. and we can discuss about whatever that we throw on the table. Okay, so let's talk pros first, hostels. Okay, let's do pros. Let's be positive for a bit. Yeah. I um, <laughs> <laughs> see how much of a
1: pessimist I am when you are. Um, um,
0: okay, my favorite thing, hostels. Um, I love meeting new people um meeting new people is well you you can meet very amazing people and you learn a lot from them um it's definitely not everyone but I would say that most of the time I'm very glad to be in a hostel and I always think about how stay if I were to be in a hotel right now my experience traveling would be at least 50% less interesting and memorable
1: People at hostels give me a lot of good recommendations because I tend to trust them mm. more because they're there. They're real people instead of going on Yelp or TripAdvisor and listen to all these tourists. You know, what I mean I am a tourist as well. But the vibe, the energy of the people at the hostels, I could pick I could pick the right recommendation from the right people
0: um, yeah. of what to
1: do. Um, and yeah, I totally agree with you. Communication, socialize uh, the socialization is that a word? Um, socializing, the socializing with the people from the hostels. Uh, I don't, I don't do landmarks. I don't, I don't go to. If I were to be in Vietnam, I wouldn't go to the Ho Chi Minh Mausoleum. Yeah, it's the people that matter. The people are those that make the place become alive.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's that's why we enjoy staying in hostels so much because we're not the type of travelers that we have to like check all these boxes. Like we have to go to Ho Chi Minh Mausoleum, we have to I don't know, go to. hop on a cyclo. How do you use, translate um, <laughs> Tricycle. Um, yeah. Um, well, bilingual, BYE. <laughs> um, but yeah, so I think it's the people that I meet in a hostel that really makes the trip memorable for me.
1: I also enjoy being going back from a long day to a place where I see someone resting, you know? Like, I don't know, yeah. I'm, I'm that kind of person. Like, I like to go back home and I like to have someone already home before me. I, I could still be recharging by myself, but seeing people recharging as well around you is just very nice. And I could just like, even if someone talks to me, I could just, like, hi, I'm just, like, gonna be, like, resting for a bit. Or you can look like you're resting and then no one would bother you. People seem to be very considerate at hostels. Um, Yeah. Seems like its own little culture, like, nonverbal language that is shared between these travelers that stay at hostels.
0: I think we all kind of understand that, yeah, we're saying hostels because we're friendly people, but we sometimes we just need time to be out by ourselves and just recharge yeah and um i like how if you're staying in a hostel for a while it almost feels like home and if you're staying with some people that are there for a long time like you are then it becomes a family and i think when you're traveling for a bit you just you just always want to feel like you well, anywhere. You always want to feel like you belong somewhere. So I feel like staying in a hostel for a while. It gives you that feeling that hotels, resorts. There's no way you can feel that way, you know.
1: I I kind of disagree with that. Is because I when I go to a new place, I want to feel like I'm in an unfamiliar place because I I left mm. home. You know, like I don't want to feel like home, yeah. but I want to feel like I belong somewhere. I want to feel like oh, yeah. I'm excited to. Go out and see something new. I'm excited to go explore, but I'm also excited to get back to the hostel because that's where. Yeah. yeah. That's like your your lair. Yeah. Like that's why we really want
0: to open our own hostel because we're like we want to give future travelers the same thing we're receiving now from other hostels. Yeah. Um. So when I was, um, in Goa, uh, <laughs> I was in this hostel for quite a bit. And, um, when I was leaving for the first time, cause I, I went back afterwards, uh, for the first time, the hostel owners didn't know if I was going to go back. So they offered me, they were like, okay, next time you come, whenever that is, like you can come back and volunteer for us and you wouldn't have to pay for accommodation. And that just made me feel so good. Like you can't even imagine how felt, how, how good I felt. Cause, and I think I told someone that. Might have been you,
1: <laughs> probably me. And- <laughs>
0: probably you. Um, I told someone that, and the person was like, "Did that make you feel really good? Did that make you feel like you were part of a family?" And I was like,
1: "Yeah." Oh, yeah. You always That's- we always have that need to feel like we're we're seen. I think I talk about yeah. this topic a lot. We appreciate it. it. Our presence. We we exist. You know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Sometimes it feel unreal. It's kind of like this manic part of me that like oh am i real am i not is this all simulation but when we live in a hostel when i was i especially i felt this especially after bangkok when i was doing the yeah, art right. residency at the, at the art hostel the sense of community that i sensed that i felt at the hostel in bangkok was like the family that you choose was the family that i choose <laughs> i never thought i could choose the traditional definition of a family in Vietnam, it's just a lot different from the sense of family that I, the family that I chose from the hostel that I was staying at. I was able to be myself. I was able to have all this freedom. No one was forcing on me anything, but they, they're always there, you know? They're always there. Yeah. And I exist. They exist and I exist. And I am not dependent on them, nor do they expect anything from me other than kindness and respect
0: yeah because you choose to spend time with each other it's not like you actually have this obligation of like oh i don't really like them but they're my family so we gotta stick together it's it's actually that you like spending time with them so much you're spending 24 7 with each other yeah is that yeah so they're the they and then you just meet very amazing people. And you just meet very amazing yeah.
1: people, and they Not say in your heart forever. Yeah. But do you? Okay. So I guess I'm gonna move on from this positivity because I like to explore yeah. the darkest side of everything. I was gonna go to the pessimistic <gasps> yeah. stuff. You know? Well, it's not pessimistic. I'm gonna say it's just the darker side of everything. Realistic. Of it. The realistic one, uh, the more realistic one, both real, I guess. Um but okay so talking about the great people that you meet at hostels to what extent do you think that they are the real they are the people that you're thinking that they are
0: that is an interesting question cuz i um to be honest you can't know if that's a, if that who they are for real but i guess a nice thing of traveling in general and meeting people along the way is that um, you can. You don't. You you don't want to criticize or judge them. You don't want to think too much about that kind of stuff because it's everything is just so short. Everything can be very short, so you don't want to spend time thinking about like oh like. So you're in denial. I, you
1: uh, traveling not, gives not you room to be in denial about. No,
0: I would say that traveling gives me the the space to be open minded. Gives me mm. the space to just be ready for whatever these people are, because I feel like in real life, not saying that traveling is not real, but um in your in, in your normal day life daily yeah. life so say if you're introducing your friend to me for the first time, and I kind of knew about her already because 'cause you've mentioned her a few times, I would most tell definitely you stories have about them. this, yeah. Yeah, have this idea of what the person would be, and when I meet her for the first time, instead of being like, "Oh, that's that's her," yeah, and just take everything as it is, I'll mm. I'll compare that to what I already have in my head. Yeah, and be like, "Oh, does that live up to that, or is that better? Is that yeah. worse?" You know? Yeah. Whereas like with with yeah with other people that I I meet at a hostel,
1: I don't have that thought, and you don't need them. Mm. You don't need them as well. Yeah. And they could be horrible people. They could be back home. They could be beating their girlfriend, the ex girlfriends. Yeah. Um, but what they're showing to you are the more, the brighter side of them. And maybe, uh, do you think that it's just us romanticizing the traveling experiences because we want to come back with good feelings in our heart?
0: Now, I do get why this is kind of dark because I actually didn't think about this at all, ever. Um. My way of thinking is just, I'm not here to think about who these people are back home. I'm here to think about who
1: I am. Mm, I see. Oh, I love that answer. As we're staying with these people from hostels or interacting with these new people, um, it is really just us internalizing our experiences. We're traveling inward. We were talking about earlier. You're traveling all to all these places, but the only constant variable is you. You are the only thing that remains unchanged. Now I'm, yeah, I pack all these problems with me when I travel, but I'm processing them as I'm living these experiences.
0: Yeah. Um, and that's why it's like, it's such a self-discovery journey. Yeah, always. Travel, right?
1: always. Yeah. Do you feel like you're more yourself staying in hostels or less of yourself? Well, my question to your question is who am i <laughs> again <laughs> um and it's a it's a forever it's like it's been a question and it's going to be a quite the question of my life
0: uh-huh no no okay now to rephrase that do you feel the need to represent a good version of yourself cuz you were asking about whether i was thinking if this version is or this person it's who he or she acts to be Mm. so do you try to perform or does that not occur to you at all you're more relaxed in a hostel than compared to normal situations
1: to be very very honest i still feel the need to perform at hostels even more than usual i don't know i love hostels don't get me wrong But I guess being around people who travel a lot, being around people who have a lot of experiences, I've been here, I've been here, like they keep talking about all these stories and they're very interesting, but it gives me that pressure to be someone who's also been there, done that. I still put myself under that pressure and I have to keep constantly reminding myself that who I am, Ling Ling, Ling Tan, I am not dependent of the numbers of countries I've been to the landmarks I've seen the sunsets or these mountains that I've climbed those can't define me and maybe that's why I like hostels because some of my most life-changing moments were my conversations with the people that I met exactly so in a way my role when I travel is to learn I just listen um, I give my input if I can but i try to remind myself that the only thing that i know is that i don't know anything and that is especially true when i'm traveling because i feel like i'm always having more to learn than things to show to the world that thing than things to prove and the people that i meet at hostels the people that i meet along the way they are the ones that expand yeah, my definitely, mind the most definitely. i take i take away yeah. a lot of interesting
0: quotes from people. Yeah. I met traveling. Yeah, like, there'll be certain sentences that they'll say, and I'll be like, fuck, that was good. Like, fuck, yeah. I, need, I need to yeah, I need totally. to remember that. I read this blog of um, this one guy backpacking, and he was talking about his experience staying in hostels as well. And one thing he said that at one point, if you're surrounded by the people that travel as much for a long time like you are it almost becomes like a competition you know like you're telling all your stories and you're not trying to make it a competition but everyone deep down inside just feels like oh i want to do that too oh i should have done that oh i missed that
1: i guess yeah like going back to hostels um to and to go off what you were just talking about hostels are where i listen to people's stories and some people are very introspective so when I'm when I'm lucky enough to meet those and when I listen to their stories yeah like I learn a lot I wonder what it's like to go through these experiences or I would align those experiences that they had with what I'm going through even though they're not exactly the same thing they're not exactly the same country or the same place but there's always some similarities between our experiences you know okay Okay. that's the that's the best part about travelers and when you meet with travelers is that uh, whether you're new or whether you're an experienced one there's always something common yeah no no i think
0: like the common the biggest commonality is the reason why we started traveling in the first place the way we do the way backpacking works right because i like you said like everyone that backpacks just a bit more chill and i don't know like i think hostel like staying in hostels itself it's it's a common thing that everyone can relate to like i wouldn't meet anyone at a hostel and just immediately think i can't click with this mm. person
1: that's very Interesting rare. i have a lot of counter arguments to that yeah Oh you do <laughs>
0: I do I do a lot of research with the hostels I stay in though. Like you you cannot imagine like the amount of like time and thoughts I put into the hostels I pick.
1: <laughs> in a way, I, I like that I like that you have some kind of research on the things that you're gonna sign up for. Um though on the mm-hmm. other hand, I kinda enjoy meeting weirdos and the oddballs. Yeah. At hostels that I'm staying at when
0: I say that I do my research for the hostels that I pick it's not because it's the people in the hostel you can't really like predict that you know and the people in the hostels yeah. they can't predict that as well but it's more like the vibe of the hostel do they have a common area that encourages everyone to talk that type of stuff you know
1: but you were saying earlier that the people at the hostels kind of make your experience but the, it's I don't know but the right
0: hostel attracts the right people Do you know what I mean mm. they can predict like oh like if there's this one oddball that's gonna come in but say the hostel doesn't have a common area oh
1: I'm just trying to say that I enjoy meeting those people yeah. like I don't want to exclude those people you can't out possibly of my experience them. that's the hostels. whole thing with hostels I, I low-key love them because it kind of makes me feel like it kind of It triggers me to train my communication skills to hone my communication skills oh have i told you Um, that
0: story of that guy in the hostel in Kyoto i must have told you that's such a classic i tell everyone this so when i was in when i was staying in the hostel in Kyoto i met this one german guy his name is tom so tom told me about the story that happened in the hostel a few months back because Tom'd been there for quite a while in the hostel. Um Tom met this Chinese guy that was pretty weird. His name's Leonardo, yeah. We're we're gonna keep calling him that. Um Leo. Couldn't really speak English. Forty something looks very weird. Um and um uh, there was an American couple. And they were fucking in the hostel. And so Tom, mm-hmm. Leo, and the American couple. They're all in the same room. Yeah. And. when they, While they were fucking. Leo went to Tom's bed. And was like. Yeah. Tom what are they doing? And then Tom was like. I don't know. Let them fuck go to bed Leo. And then Leo was like. Oh okay. And so he left Tom's bed. And Tom thought. That was the end of it. And then he heard Leo crawling to the American couple's bed, opening the curtain, and said, Hi, can I join you? <laughs> <laughs>
1: Wait, do you think that he really didn't know what they were doing? I don't,
0: oh, I gotta... No, like, I'll send you a video of, like, this guy later. Because I follow his Instagram now. That's how... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, um, that's one of the
1: oddballs that make hostels amazing, you know? <laughs> yeah, because, I mean... So, to answer your question about... You were asking do me you what... you feel um, the need to perform? Do, do, you, do you feel the need to perform to be the best version of myself? No, not really. Even though I try my best to be very sociable and chill and respectful of other people. I am also fully aware of the fact that our flaws make it make hostels or make communal space or make a society or a community more interesting and more attractive. More special. Yep. No? It's the flaws that make it special. Just just as much as your flaws make you special and attractive.
0: Okay, so to go back with the the, the minus points of staying in hostels. Um, so, like I said before, the need to always have to be on, you know? Yeah. Like, always have to be yeah. down for things, even though sometimes... All
1: right, well, you didn't talk about this,
0: though. You have to start it I know, again, I know. Because we cut the know, on part so up. I gonna yeah. I'm going to repeat that. So, like, the need to always have to be on always have to say yes to things always have to be in the common area even though sometimes um I just want to rot in my bed like catch up on a show or like finish the book or something so it's just it's just the
1: little moments it's not a big minus point but it's not a big minus point I don't think it's a big minus point yeah. point. and I feel like that really changed um for me after I stay at a hostel for a long time. Like when I was staying in Bangkok, I was there for like nearly two months, yeah. I think. And I just, I mean, I was also broke. So I couldn't really hang out and join every single social event. or uh, Whenever they go on an adventure, I couldn't really join every single one of them. Um, I think the longevity, the, the length of your stay, really determines how much how much of that FOMO you're feeling yeah well. definitely definitely um yeah but that's why I
0: think like stay in hostels for a while if you're hopping from one Slow to another travels. no like if you're traveling for a few months but you're actually trying to like go to different cities that could be draining yeah because if you're yeah yeah so that was a bit draining for me in in India
1: at least um and yeah do you want to say anything of that I think that's why I don't like to switch hostels. I like to build. I'm a slow traveler, and I like to build connections with people. Um, And I don't think that... Of course, I want to see the best side of them while being aware that they could be more than that. No, they could be a lot more complicated than that. But I like to get to know people. And I usually choose, if I could, I choose to stay in a place for a long time. So I don't think I usually have that same problem with you where I get drained because I switch hostels and wanting to like always socialize and always to be on. Um, You go to a hostel
0: and you also expect yourself to to go out there, you know? But I think at one point, I think I was in Goa, like towards the end of my trip. That's when it hit me. I was like, actually, no, I'm kinda sick of going to the common area. I'm gonna I'm gonna be in bed for the rest of the day. And that's what I told my friend. I was like you can go out and socialize i'm tired <laughs> yeah um yeah and okay to 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 go from that um same another thing with moving from one hostel to another is that it's the same conversation
1: starter exactly <laughs> it's like tinder dating it's like going on all these tinder dates and i have to keep repeating myself all over again over and over again i don't know yeah. like it's the same conversation starter uh, i have to go through all these kind of how long you're traveling again. traveling
0: for, how how, long are you traveling when, for? Yeah. where have you been before Do you have any recommendation for um, wherever
1: i'm going next it's very draining and i don't like the repetition and that's exactly why i wanted to travel in the first place i don't want the repetition but it it takes um, time meeting you, new people can be a little bit you can't scary.
0: expect to just meet one person and straight up being like what's your i don't know lifelong passion you yeah. know do you have any any questions that you ask people other than the common questions like is there like something that you do to make it more interesting when you keep meeting new people all the time
1: i would do something funny or say something controversial so that they could reply to it okay instead of me asking them a question I would say something controversial and then hoping they'll react to it or in the right people would react the the people who don't want to react they probably don't like that kind of stimulation anyway so I wouldn't want to talk to them either so what way. do you do like just you know like I'm to give say? out a
0: very racist comment <laughs>
1: No that's not not very about racist. the n word <laughs> um, <laughs> <but>, uh, <laughs> that is something I've never done in my life, okay um um I would give a make a comment on something, yeah, On something related to the hostel to the city um I don't know i I'm really kind of bad at initiating conversations actually say um yeah, really, you think so? you don't think so. I don't think so. I think you're very sociable. I'm sociable
0: when people say hi to me first. But like, I'm very shy at saying hi.
1: You know what I would usually do? I I think I realized my pattern now that you asked. That was a very good question, by the way. Very self-reflective question. Um, I think I got it. I got it. I usually say hi like in the most, in the lamest way. But... I would tell them that I'm being awkward Mm. like oh I really want to talk to you but like I would act awkward even though I wasn't like purposely awkward purposely awkward and I would I would initiate the conversation for sure but that it it wouldn't be a conversation it would be just like hi (laughs) or like like hi (laughs) don't mind me I'm in the corner (laughs) yeah but then actually I'm Putting myself out there for them to react to it, you know? Yeah, yeah. Um, I think that's usually my plan, my plan of attack. Yeah.
0: Uh, I'm I'm what the about complete you? opposite. Like this is what I noticed traveling with my friend Charlotte as well. So because it was the two of us for two months, right? It was a constant yeah. pattern of Charlotte going up to a group of people and be like, Hi, like where are you guys going? How long have you guys been here for? And then she just stopped talking. Like, she just initiates it, and then she stops. Whereas, I can't start a conversation. I can't go up to people and be like, hi. But the second people start talking to me, to us, I'll keep it going. And she doesn't care if it's going or not. Um, So, yeah, in that sense. Mm.
1: I think another way to initiate conversations for me has been... What are you guys doing, like, here instead of outside? I mean, I, I'm i very good at kind of thinking of what to do. So that would just be, why are you here? And then I could ask them out with me, you know. And that would be the beginning of our friendship, to go on adventures together. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, but that's more like solo traveling, though. Because, I mean, yeah, with my friends as well. Yeah, no, like... Definitely.
0: It's um, like being in the hostel. Yeah. The fact that you're in yeah. a hostel, you can't just yeah be on your own with your group of friends. So when you're staying long at a hostel or when you're traveling with a friend, do you feel mm-hmm. the need to be friends with new people all the time? Because you know people come and go all the time
1: with hostels,
0: yeah. right? Because um, for me, when I was um staying in this hostel for quite a while and I found my circle within the hostel because we were all there for quite a while um I just stopped like talking to new people I was still saying hi and being friendly but I didn't really like invite them to hang out with us to go to the beach with us because I had my circle and
1: that's a very it clicky, is it, is a, kind of it mindset. is a
0: clicky thing so do you have that or
1: do you still constantly want to be like hey like let's hang out um i have to say that i'm definitely the opposite of that like i'm always constantly making new friends constantly constantly and i like the little short-term attention that i could give to them and they could give to me i i always solo travel I don't know if you ever done solo I've traveling. I've it once but... in South Korea, but that was like a volunteering thing, so... Yeah, and so you went there and then... Friends had, right away. You already had a circle waiting for you. I was always solo traveling other than the time that I was with you. So I know how it feels to be the newbie, to be the new girl in the room, to be the new girl in town. I don't know if I could answer that from like an objective point of view, but for me... Because of my solo traveling experiences, I tried to make people feel welcomed whenever yeah. I
0: could. I guess yeah. because with the whole like stay in a hostel for a, quite a while after having spent time at 10 other hostels. Because that, that was my last hostel of the trip as well. I think it was just a bit draining to keep meeting new people all the time. The need to always be on. And when you have a group already, you don't have to feel on all the time.
1: Oh yeah, you're not you don't have to. You don't have to talk to them, but I want yeah. to, right? So when you want to, you do that. But I don't think it is I don't know if you do that, but to me, I don't think that I want to not talk to people just because I already have a good a good oh, yeah. a clique of my no, own. No, yeah. definitely I am not responsible for yeah. their feelings. But I want yeah, to be definitely. I want to ameliorate yeah. their experiences. I chat them up, yeah. but I'm not gonna
0: be as enthusiastic about being friends with these new people because yeah. I already have yeah. like a group um yeah okay so to to wrap it up so we talked about some pros and cons <laughs> um the pros are sometimes they can be the family that you choose and mm-hmm. um you can meet really cool people and for us ling ling it's all about the people Oh, uh, that's, that's it's all about like the people so cringe um and then it's a self-discovery journey. Like, we learn a lot about ourselves. Um, staying mm-hmm. in hostels. And you get really good recommendations. Oh, oh, okay, yeah. No, like, I have such a good story to back that up. That's really short. But we were in Nepal, and the first hostel that we stayed in, in Kathmandu, we talked to the hostel owner, and they were telling us about this motorbike Royal
1: Enfield road trip that they were going to do. To- Royal Enfield is actually the one that we know, drove we, when we were we, in Sri Lanka. <laughs> and we couldn't drive it. <laughs> I couldn't I know
0: how to drive it now. I I'm know how to do it. it now, but um, but so they were I gonna did. do like a motorbike road trip for ten days, and we mm-hmm. had a completely different plan for our Nepal trip. And then we got there, and they talked us into it, and we did it, and it was amazing.
1: And I saw the
0: photos. I, I was know. so jealous, like. Yeah. Yeah. No. If it hadn't been for them, I don't think I would have ever done that in my entire life.
1: Yeah. So recommendations.
0: Yeah. And then the minus points. Mm-hmm. Not really a minus. Always have to be on. Yeah. Same conversation over and
1: over again.
0: Yes. <laughs> um. But that's it, right?
1: Is it? Yeah. And I think I think my conclusion to this list of pros and cons would be the pros and cons their roles kind of interchange yeah definitely yeah sometimes the recommendations could suck you know. (laughs) but um yeah Yeah. like but i guess the pros and the cons or the bad Mm -hmm. sides in quotations and the good sides they really make the entire experience more complete yeah at a hostel the experience at a hostel more complete and that is the best part about it i think i mean if 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 there were to be a perfect hostel, I probably don't wanna yeah, be there. Like the the weird people we meet are like
0: the dirty bathrooms. They're all just good stories. Like how we talked about yeah. in
1: our previous episodes. Like we we live for the stories, I guess. Yeah. To my own observation, I find bad experiences a lot more memorable. Yeah. I am a sucker for bad experiences. <laughs> oh my god, so poetic. <laughs> it's a bit of an addiction. It's a bit of an addiction, I think. I think um yeah, I don't know. So, in a way, yeah, good experiences, good or bad, I don't think I want to yeah. draw the line between the two. It just yeah.
0: I can't wait to stay in another hostel. Fuck corona. <laughs> Thank you for tuning in to episode 2 Whoever's that's listening um, Yeah, we had a lot of fun again So this is probably going to be a thing from now on, I guess
1: Yeah, I, I think I have an excuse to call you more from now on
0: uh, <laughs> Checking into <laughs> your
1: life, Lane. And uh, again, if you have any input Anything you would like us to overthink about Anything related to traveling Or even if it's not shoot us an email is in the description and um yeah see you next episode episode three baby